children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children Children's Bible Journey with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up, but let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Moses went down to the river 
Long Island put a stick into the river a while. Now blood would flow where the water used to go, but the pharaoh still told him no, no, no. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Oh, won't you open for me? So God sent frogs and bugs and boils and hail from out of the sky. But the Pharaoh says, no, you still can't go. So the firstborn children had to die. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Oh, won't you open for me? Moses led his people out of slavery and marched right through the sea. The Pharaoh sent his army right after the slaves, but his army ended up under the waves. Glug, 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 glug. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Moses led his people through the parted Red Sea. Oh, won't you open for me? Oh, won't you open for me? If you're on your way to heaven, clap your hands. If your sins are all forgiven, clap your hands. Point to heaven in the sky, then shake hands with one nearby. If the Lord can satisfy, clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. If you're glad that you're a Christian, clap your hands. If you're on your way to heaven, clap your hands. If your sins are all forgiven, clap your hands. Point to heaven in the sky, then shake hands with one nearby. If the Lord can satisfy, clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. If you're glad that you're a Christian, clap your hands. I just love singing praises to Jesus. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible and Living Sound. Moses was now very old. The children of Israel, after 40 years of wandering, were once again almost ready to cross over the Jordan River into the Promised Land. Uh I pray thee, Lord, let me go over and see the good land that is beyond Jordan. Get thee up to the top of Pisgah, Moses, and lift up thine eyes westward and northward and southward and eastward, and see the land which God has given unto the children of Israel. When thou hast seen the land, Thou shalt be gathered unto thy people, as Aaron thy brother was gathered. Then, angel, I pray thee to set a man over the congregation, who may go out before them, 
and who may lead them out, and who may bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord be not as sheep which have no shepherd. Take thee, Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom is a good spirit, and lay thine hand upon him, and set him before Eleazar the priest, and before all the congregation, and give him charge in their sight. Yes, angel. Moses, knowing that he would soon die, called all the congregation together and spoke to them out of the fullness of his heart. Hear my words, O ye children of Israel. Forty years ago the Lord called your fathers out of bondage in the land of Egypt unto a land which he promised to Abraham. Once before we were on the very borders of Canaan as we are now, Twelve of you searched out the land of Canaan and brought us word again and said, It is a good land which the Lord our God Moses, now aged and beloved, continued to talk to his people for the last time. not go up, but rebelled against the Lord your God. Therefore I beseech you, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall After Moses had spoken, he called Joshua the son of Nun and set him before Eleazar the priest and before all the congregation. And he laid his hands upon him and charged him, saying, Be strong, Joshua, and of a good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord hath sworn unto their fathers to give them. And thou shalt cause them to inherit it. Behold the day's approach that thou must die, Moses. Cold day's approach that thou must die, Moses. Call Joshua and present yourselves in the tabernacle of the congregation. So Moses and Joshua presented themselves in the tabernacle, and the Lord appeared in the pillar of cloud, and the pillar of cloud stood over the tabernacle. Joshua, son of Nun, be strong and of a good courage, for thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land which the Lord sware unto them, and he will be with thee. Moses went up from the plains of Moab unto the mountain of Nebo to the top of Pisgah. And the Lord showed him all the land which he had given unto the children of Israel. 
This land to the northward and to the westward and to the southward and to the eastward is the land which the Lord swear unto Abraham and unto Isaac and unto Jacob, saying, I will give it unto thy seed. Praise be to the Lord. It is a good land. I am content. Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And the Lord buried him in a valley in the land of Moab. But no man knoweth of his sepulcher unto this day. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to add these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
tower. What's it look like I'm doing? It looks like you're heading for that drugstore across the street. Yes, that's what I do every day after school. You should know that. But you always buy a candy bar there. That's right. Why? Because I like candy bars, especially the ones with nuts. But those aren't good for you. They have lots of calories and nothing to keep you from getting sick. Want one? Sam, I'm trying to make a point here. By going to that drugstore every day after school, you have formed an unhealthy habit. Hmm, I do want to be healthy. Well, going there isn't going to help you very much, is it? What should I do? Make a new habit. Like what? Well, do you see Mr. Habib's fruit market over there by the bank? Mr. Habib is a great guy. He can whistle two notes at the same time. How about after school you go there instead of the drugstore? Mr. Habib doesn't sell candy bars. But he does sell apples, pears, and mangoes. They're sweet, delicious, and filled with things that will make you healthy. That way you can still buy an after-school snack. But your new habit won't rot your teeth and make you as fat as my Uncle Sidney. What if I get hungry for a candy bar? Then you eat an apple instead. Pretty soon, your brain will think, I'm hungry, I want an apple. Okay, let's go see Mr. Habib. He's from Lebanon, you know. Do you think all people from Lebanon can whistle two notes at the same time? We can ask him. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, he established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 6, Snakes and Bears. The shoebox kids were very hungry at breakfast the next morning. Maria kept looking at her brother while they ate. What am I going to do about Chris, she thought. Suddenly, Bonzo bounded out of the woods carrying a small branch. He hesitated a moment before running up to Jake. Get away with you. I'm eating, can't you see? Chris stuffed the last of his pancakes into his mouth and jumped up. Here, Bonzo. Here, boy. I'll throw it for you. Me too. Didi jumped to her feet. While Didi and Chris took turns throwing the branch for Bonzo, the others finished breakfast and helped with cleanup. As they packed the last storage box on the raft, Tony stepped into the clearing. She had a long, flat, very thin something hanging from her hands. What's that? Sammy asked. It looks like the skin of a snake. It is, Tony said, holding it up. You kids asked so many questions last night that I thought you'd like to see this. Ooh, that's long, Jenny said. Is that the kind of snake you were telling us about, Willie asked. Mm-hmm, Tony replied. It's the Northern Pacific Rattlesnake. Here, you can feel it. And take a good look at the colors and design in case you meet one of his relatives. Maria slowly reached out her hand and touched the skin. It's rough, isn't it? Willie felt the skin, looking closely at the pattern. Look at those big spots, he said to Sammy. They're sort of like big brown diamonds. I'm sure it was hard to see when it was on the ground. It's disguised well, isn't it? Tony began rolling it up. Its skin is the color of the dirt, and the diamond spots could look like rocks. Maybe I'll be able to find a dead rattler, Chris said, looking thoughtful. Then I could have a snakeskin, too. No way, Jake said, shaking his head. Jake's right, Tony added. Snakes have been known to bite even when they were cut into pieces. Really? Didi didn't believe that. Really, Jake said firmly. So don't go near them, critters, not unless you got somebody like Tony with you. Hey, look, Willie said, pointing to the tail of the snakeskin just as Tony finished rolling it up. It's got rings on its tail like a raccoon. When Tony was finished showing the snakeskin, everyone but Maria scattered to do other things. What's wrong, Maria? Tony asked. You look awfully sad. Can I trust Tony? Maria thought. I have to talk to someone. Oh, Tony, I don't know what to do. I think Chris told my parents lies about me to get me into trouble, and I think he's telling all my friends bad things about me, too. I found part of a note he wrote. Maria fished a wrinkled piece of paper out of her pocket and handed it to Tony. Read that. Tony read, I fixed Maria. There's a piece of the note missing, Maria. I know, but read the rest. Tony continued, I told Mom and Dad. Tony frowned. I don't know if this is proof of anything bad, Maria. Has Chris ever lied about you before? No, Maria shook her head, but that doesn't mean anything. I knew no one would believe me, not even you. Maria took back the note and walked away. Soon Jake called to the kids gathered around Tony. All aboard for Rattlesnake River. He sounded like a railroad conductor. Next stop, Pebble Beach. So come get your fancy duds on. The kids said goodbye to Tony and Bonzo and ran to the raft. They wiggled into their rubber wetsuits and pulled on their helmets and life jackets. Soon they were all settled and ready for another day on the river. Just before they stopped for lunch a few hours later, Jeff steered their raft into a large, quiet pool. The kids looked at him with questions in their eyes. Jeff smiled and pointed. Bear, he said softly. The kids gasped as they saw a black bear helping himself to the berries near the shore. Maria felt a little shiver run down her back. None of them dared to say a word as the raft floated about 20 feet from the shore. Once the bear paused to look at them, but he went right back to eating. 
Back on the river, the kids chattered like magpies. Did you see that? A real bear, Chris exclaimed. He was kind of cute, Jenny added. I wish I could have petted him, Dee Dee said. Jake snorted. <laughs> if you want to pet him, be sure to say goodbye to your arm first. Wow, was all Sammy could say, a smile stretched almost to both ears. Well, did he look like Bonzo, Jake asked. At first I thought so, Willie replied. Yeah, but his nose is longer, Chris added. Bonzo's is sort of squished in. And Bonzo's legs are longer, aren't they? Dee Dee asked. And Bonzo has a tail, Sammy said. Oh, that bear's got a tail, all right, Jake told him. It's just a mite shorter than that flag Bonzo waves around. Does Bonzo eat blackberries, Maria asked. Bonzo will eat most anything, but he doesn't like to pick them. Okay, hang on. We've got us one more rapids before we eat lunch. The raft suddenly picked up speed, rocked a few times, then whirled into the white water. Pebble Beach, straight ahead, Jeff called out above the noise of the rapids. A minute later, as the river turned, he steered the raft straight onto the beach. I'm going to do that one more time because I wasn't... A minute later, as the river turned, he steered the raft straight onto the beach. As Chris climbed out of the raft, he said, Why is it called Pebble Beach? Oh! Jake laughed. Yeah, too many pebbles to be called Sandy Beach. Maria crunched across the beach and dropped her load on a large flat rock Jake said they would use for a table. Then she wandered to the edge of the clearing and sat on a big log. What am I going to do about Chris? She said to herself. He still acts as if everything is fine. She stared at the river, but she didn't really see it. Her thoughts were all mixed up. After a while, a tear rolled out of each eye. What will I do? What kind of trouble will I be in when I get home? I didn't do anything. What a rotten birthday I'll have. Maria decided to pray. Bowing her head and closing her eyes, she said, Dear Jesus, please help me not to think bad things about Chris. Help me not to worry. She opened her eyes when she heard footsteps. Here, have a banana. Maria turned to find Dee Dee standing behind the log holding out a banana. I'm not hungry. Maybe it will help you feel better. Dee Dee put the banana into Maria's hand. Maria peeled the banana and took a bite. What do you think Chris told Dad about me? Maria's voice broke on the last word. Huh? You say Chris lied about you, but you don't even know what he said? Sounds strange to me. But I know he told Dad something about me. I just didn't hear all of it. Dee Dee looked at Maria, her eyebrows raised. What should I do? Maria asked. Ask Chris. Have you tried just talking to him? The story you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, Book 11, Rattlesnake River Adventure, written by Sandy Zog, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children come, please let the children come.
come. Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Life Talk Radio at lifetalk.net.